Hi everybody and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today I am going to be talking about um, when women are scared or disgusted by their husband's sex drive and by some aspects of sex in general, but particularly about um, when a man gets excited and what could lead to this and also how to uh, reckon with it and how to cope with it and even work through it, right? Hopefully. So um, before I do that, I'd like to tell everybody to subscribe, of course. Uh, My most recent subscription-only episode was on attachment. I've also had the women on oral sex one and just so many others, 30 plus, 35 plus by now, I think. And also, please do sign up for my Zoom event with Dad Starting Over, which is Thursday, May 19th um, at 6.30 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. So that should be fun. You can ask us anything about monogamy. And if you like my podcast with him, then this should be even more fun because it's Zoom. And so you could see us. Um, and be feel free to ask any questions that you would want during that. And of course, also join my Facebook group, which is not how you get the podcast. So stop joining my Facebook group and saying that you should get the podcast because you can't. That's Facebook. This is Anchor. There's no way to like make those things the same. I certainly don't know if there is one. Uh, so ju- just join the Facebook group for fun discussions about sex, parenting, relationships, and more engagement with me. All right, so why would women be scared of or disgusted by their husband's sex drive, and what does this look like? Well, there's a lot of guys that I have in couples counseling, a lot of guys and their wives that I have in couples counseling, where the guy is upset that um, the woman really never wants to have sex, but it's like he can't articulate how he feels that it kind of like goes beyond her just not wanting to have sex. Like, it's more hurtful somehow, and um, he can't really usually verbalize the feeling of it and in these situations usually there are a few emotions that are coming out which are unusual so the average woman in monogamy she'll be kind of bored and disinterested when her sex drive drops off she'll be kind of like irritated maybe uh, that this is something to do like you know when she doesn't want to do it and of course I point those women to my podcast on responsive desire but either way what they don't act is they don't act scared disgusted or angry. I mean, if you're thinking she's a little disgusted, I mean, I guess, especially if you're doing some dumb shit, like waving your penis around or something that like a man would think is funny and isn't. Um, But like, you know, making your penis uh, talk in a funny voice or something. I don't know. Like that sort of shit will make her disgusted. But I'm saying like, when you know, when finally, like you may, this may make sense to you. If I say, does your wife seem disgusted by the very fact of you having desire? Like this, the thing that like you've been reading, oh, women want to be desired. Women want to be desired. I say that too. Most women do want to be desired, but there are some women that really don't. And in fact, your desire now keep in mind, I didn't say that most women want to have lots of sex within monogamy. You know, they they have generally their sex drives trail off within monogamy in the ways that I've enumerated countless times. But the average woman still likes to feel desired. And if uh, romance and desire was on the table and you were really bringing your A game, they would get in the mood. Right. Um, But there's women where the very fact of the man experiencing desire is perceived as either scary or disgusting. These are usually situations where there was some kind of trauma around sex. So when a woman um, has experienced unwanted 
uh, sex, whether that was when she was a child or when she was a young woman, any rape, any, um, uh, you know, sexual abuse when she was a kid and before she could really be in control of herself, she was trained that men are aggressive and they will hurt me and sexual contact is not, um, anything that I can acquiesce to. And if a man experiences desire around me, that is a very bad thing because I'm going to get hurt. So if you see a disgust or a fear response and or an anger response, because remember, fight or flight. If a woman has been exposed to sexual abuse or sexual trauma of any sort, and there's other kinds uh, that I'll talk to about in a sec, but she will be scared, disgusted, and enraged. And if these are reactions that you're seeing, then it is really, um, it, it really, may be the case, not every woman, but it may be the case that there are some sexual traumas in your wife's past or or she was raised in an environment where sex was thought of as incredibly bad and, um, and very dangerous. So some religious environments are like this. Some women, I mentioned in another podcast, I used an example. If, if, if your wife's mother, let's say, had been raped or assaulted and your wife has not, the wife's mother, though, may have taught her that sex is terrible. Men are predatory. Men are scary. Don't, uh, like, don't, don't let a man take advantage of you. This is all men want. So a woman who's trained like that will also feel fear, disgust, or anger. Remember, anger is like a mobilizing emotion that um, instead of fight or flight. So she is scared, but it comes off as angry. Um, she will feel those things around not the idea of sex in the abstract, although possibly that as well, but your desire. The, the fact of you losing control, you may say, man, I barely lose control at all. I have myself so under wraps because I don't want to, God forbid, do something that she could find potentially offensive at all. But even like an exhale, even like a sigh, you know, anything that indicates that your body is in control, is, is that, that it's a body thing for you, that your mind is now working at a level below that of your body, that there's some sort of reflexive. Uh, automatic sexual responding going on, such as you getting an erection, right? Such as you breathing differently, such as you your tone of voice is different as you're talking. She may associate that with you are out of control and going to hurt me. And usually if there is that sort of response in a woman, it is because she has been taught very negative things about sex, either explicitly or um, she's inferred them by the shit that's happened to her. So usually there are deeper issues around sex if you are noticing a reaction like this. So how do you deal with it when your wife has this kind of response? Well, first of all, you probably want to talk about it as a fear or a disgust response. Because if you are saying to your wife, I notice you don't like to have sex with me, or you're like deciding to put your head in the sand about this kind of response and just like Google stuff on why women don't initiate sex, this is not your problem. You know, your problem isn't that your wife doesn't initiate sex because she's bored because you're in monogamy. Your problem is that your wife is having a very visceral, uh, disgusted, scared, or angry reaction to sex with you. So that's what you actually have to call it. You have to say, it looks like you're really like angry or disgusted or scared when I initiate sex or particularly when I get into it. Because this is really the issue is 
um, there are usually certain things that strike the woman as out of control or animalistic in some way, and all of these dovetail with your desire. That's why, like, she doesn't care if you jerk off. Like, women who feel like this, they don't associate sex with anything good. They feel like, go masturbate. Please, like, get it away from me and, um, like, take care of that elsewhere, and then we could be in peace away from that animalistic urge. They would prefer women who feel like this that you masturbate immediately before we're seeing them every day because then you would feel you wouldn't feel that desire they don't like the desire somewhere along the line they have been taught that the desire is bad the desire is scary the desire means you will attack you are not yourself you're not a good guy a good dad a good husband you're an animal in those moments that's how she feels even if again you think you could not possibly be less out of control when you guys have sex because she only allows you to do about three things in the same order every time and and how and, and you don't even really particularly give a shit and you're not, you're kind of bored anyway but any literally you have to lose control in some way because you have an orgasm you know and so even that may be disgusting you know and I feel like sometimes this is the root of when the women don't like to go down on the guys until they come right until the orgasm they'll do it a little bit but not when it gets anywhere close because that's like too up close and personal with the male orgasm which is the ultimate being out of control so if it is upsetting to you when a man is out of control in any way for the reasons that I described then you're really not going to like the orgasm. You don't want to be like front and center, like observing it at all. It upsets you and scares you in general. So you should say to your wife, I noticed that you have this kind of reaction. I really feel like we should go to couples therapy or sex therapy about it because it's not just that I'm an asshole. You know, I don't think it is. Like you may say it's because I don't help. It's because I don't do this. It's because I don't do that. But I notice myself that this is an unusually visceral disgust response that, you know, probably, honestly, if I go back, you would say as the man who's trying to be honest, I noticed this from the beginning. And God, you did. If you're honest with yourself, she always had certain rules, restrictions, etc. that were made to keep sex in a little box so that she could be uh, less scared of it and scared of the loss of control that it entails. And so if you go back to your courtship, these are people who have many restrictions, who have many rules, who have many things you can do and can't do. And this is not just a low sex drive thing. This is frequently a very big um, distaste around sex um, that that usually goes along with some sort of teachings about sex or experiences with sex where sex was in fact dangerous and disgusting and meant only bad things. Now, if you're listening to this and you and this all makes sense to you and or you are the wife listening to this and you say, I do have a trauma history, well, then that is um, something very tough, you know, and you need to really work on that in individual therapy. Usually uh, there can also be other modalities like, you know, group therapy or there's even a, a what is it? It's survivors. Uh, there, I know there's a survivors of incest one for people who've been abused by a relative, but there's also a survivors of sexual abuse. I think there, there's group therapy, but there's also individual therapy and individual therapy works. I myself used to work with, um, children who had been sexually abused and with children who had been sexually abused we use trauma-focused CBT and I think I talked about this in another podcast but I'll briefly review it you you draw a little book with the child the child draws a book uh, with words about everything that happened to them because it's like they can't 
they find it so shameful, so they're like even scared of thinking about it. So the point is to integrate the story into the greater narrative of their life and to show them that it wasn't shameful at all. And it, um, and it happened to them. They didn't deserve it. They didn't ask for it. They're, they aren't to blame in any way. And then at the end of doing all of this, it's basically exposure therapy with the story as the stimulus that you're um, using as exposure and also you're challenging as you go along like these cognitive distortions that these children have about this like things like I could have gotten away I could have escaped because my body responded with arousal it makes me a bad person it makes me a weirdo a freak or like whatever so that's what we do with kids and it's honestly not much different than what we do with grown-ups except you don't draw out a little book unless of course you want to um, and you just talk about it you understand more of what really happened how it shaped you you challenge all of the beliefs about your self-worth and sexuality and uh and and trust and all of these foundational concepts that were hurt so much by what happened to you and so you also may be listening to this and saying but I didn't have an abuse history so I really don't know why I have this response which I really do in fact recognize as a visceral disgust fear or anger response I don't really know why I have it if it, I would be really, really surprised if you grew up in a sex-positive household and you have one of these kinds of reactions. I really would be surprised. And, uh, and or maybe you did, but then you had early, an early relationship where somebody was coercive or betrayed you in some way sexually uh, or sex was somehow made to be very bad for you. It's it, a disgust or a fear or an anger response like what I'm discussing. It doesn't happen out of nowhere. You know, sex is a normal, healthy thing, so it, it has to be that uh, you were trained to think it is not. Asexuality is very different. Asexuality, many believe, is an orientation. And that's a person who's just never been interested in sex. And they don't feel disgusted, scared, or angry unless, of course, they've told you that they are asexual and you keep pushing sex. In that case, they're a bigger fish to fry, such as a sexual and an asexual. Probably are not going to be very happy in a marriage. But I'm not talking about an asexual person. I'm talking about a person who uh, has been hurt by sex or has been in some way taught that the idea of sex is so bad that they cannot uh, basically express their sexuality in a healthy way. They cannot be accepting or even delighted by a partner's arousal. Instead, it is something to be feared or something that makes you very angry because you feel that your boundaries are being pushed in a way that echoes the things that you either experienced or were taught about sex i.e. that sex is bad and that it is hurtful and it is dangerous and it is not good for you and somebody will only do it to you if they don't like you and somebody is out of control and a different person that is not in control of themselves and cannot be trusted when sexual arousal happens. And many women are taught things like this, like men just think with their dicks. You know, like if, if your mother hates your father, hates her life and, think, and says to you that men are predatory and you got to watch yourself and... Uh, uh, and, and if you wear that kind of outfit, a man is going to approach you and hurt you, and men are assholes. If you learn this as a woman, I mean, what are you going to end up thinking? You're going to have a positive response when your husband has an orgasm? Certainly not. 
uh, how could you? It makes no sense, right? You would not have then learned your lesson, and we are very good learners, particularly at a young age. So if this describes your marital situation, you really want to get into therapy immediately. Now, if your wife does identify with having been uh, either abused or having experienced these sorts of lessons around sex, then individual therapy would be very useful prior to couples or at least alongside it. And if you have no idea and or your wife uh, says that nothing happened like this and it isn't really discussed, but you kind of think it is, you know, then couples counseling can really help parse out which sort of reaction is happening and why and the underlying reasons and potentially get you to a place where you can have a healthy sex life and where your wife can learn that you being aroused is a positive thing for her, for the marriage, for you and not something to be scared of, that you are still the same person and that you still can be trusted when you are experiencing sexual arousal or when you are desiring her and that it is not uh, two mutually exclusive things for you to love her as a person and also to desire her sexually because many women who have had these experiences believe that in fact they are very separate things and that if you love her as a person then you would never want to do these bad things to her and she feels that on a very visceral deep level. And, uh, and therapy can help get at that and really um, kind of challenge these beliefs in a way that just talking to her and listening to this podcast may not be able to. So if this resonates with you, then please do discuss it with your partner and bring it up in a more honest and open way. Like I noticed that it's not just that you don't like having sex with me. It's like this really bad reaction and I kind of wonder sometimes what happened or if there's anything bad that happened to you and if there is any way that we could potentially work on this. So I think that we ought to go to counseling. You know, and we should work on it because it's not getting any better. And in fact, every time we have sex seems to re-trigger you and re-traumatize you. And that's not what I want to do. And that's not what I want our life to look like because I love you. So that would be a way to approach it, right? So uh, I hope that this podcast added value. Uh, if you are in this situation, there are people who have little bits of this situation because everything is along the spectrum. It isn't either that your wife suffered horrible sexual trauma or that everything's cool. Like sometimes people just learn little bits of negative thoughts about men and sex that preclude them from fully experiencing desire in an unfettered and healthy way, right? So uh, everything is along the spectrum. So unfortunately, Unfortunately, more people will get something out of this podcast than I wish because this will be more relevant, uh, relevant for more people in the world than I wish it had to be relevant for. Anyway, uh, I do hope that you enjoyed this. Please do subscribe and I will talk to everybody soon.